Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. Welcome to Top Flight Time Machine 2019. The mechanism has moved forward. I am Andy Dawson. Never reversed. Always moving forward. Never reverse the mechanism. Always. Send it forward. Propel it forward. That's what we're doing, Sam. Mm. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. It's poetry in motion. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm Sam Delaney, by the way. And I'm Andy Dawson. You probably knew that, though. We say that every week. Yeah. Yeah, um, but just to keep your eye on it. It's a new year. I've, before we get into the new year, Sam, have you got any personal highlights of 2018 you'd like to share? <sighs> just doing Top Flight Time Machine, that's just, it. Just this. Just our yeah. thrice-weekly get-together. Um, well, one good thing was, it was that back in um, early December, mm-hmm. I went to see the dental hygienist who I hadn't seen yeah. for a long time because for various reasons, I haven't been going as often to the dentist or the hygienist this year as man. I usually do. Various things, yeah. A busy man with a fear of authority. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know hygienists. Do you ever go? Fuck they don't take any me. shit, do they? They just you pay. I pay them, right? Yeah. Because the NHS one, there's a massive waiting list, so I pay them. It's not cheap, and I'm paying to be lectured. And you're right. Yeah. I don't like authority. I don't like being lectured, <laughs> right? And they've got you because they put you in a chair, they clamp your mouth open, and you can't respond. It's my, it's my idea of hell. Some men, like, so, thought, some men are very into that kind of thing. Yeah. I remember Jamie Thinkston when he got done for going down the old sex dungeons. <laughs> was that? It's was impressive that, the way he bounced back was, from was that. Was that true or was that a super injunction that leaked? No, 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 that was true. You'd know that. You were editor that was, of Heat. That was, that was years and years before that. Before. Now, talking about being editor of Heat, my brother Cass, <laughs> um, who regular listeners will be familiar <laughs> yeah. with, he t- I've been doing talk sports this afternoon, and in the middle of talk sport, I got a text from Cass just going, when you were at Heat... <laughs> Do you remember publishing a story under the headline <laughs> Psycho Fan Attack Sharon Stone Outside Restaurant? <laughs> only only for the image to later be proved to be um, a friend of hers simply going to kiss her on the cheek <laughs> after a meal at the Ivy. And and Heat Magazine had to pay out £10,000 in damages. I just wrote, no, I want nothing to do with that. And he hasn't responded since. What's going on did there? Did you have anything to do with it? Or did you just bite the, bite the nothing. exit? Nothing. Nothing at all? Don't don't recall anything through that story. I mean, it sounds plausible, yeah. like that that lie would have been made up yeah. at Heat magazine, but it just happened to not be one of the lies that was made up during <laughs> under, my tenure under your stewardship. <laughs> but why is he asking that on the mm. on thirty in the middle of the afternoon on thirty first of December two thousand eighteen? Uh, is he in the pub? Why has he sent me such a detail? Yeah, but even so, 
<laughs> if he is in the pub, it's come up somehow. Is he like really pissed? Up? Yeah, hang on a minute, I'm gonna text my brother. I've been reading a few things that I don't like about accusations made against Sharon Stone in the year 2011. I've got a, a bit. I'm, it's, it's enough is enough. I'm going to have to confront him about this once and for all. Everyone's in the pub going, "Yeah, go on, Cass, ask him. Let's get to the bottom of it." But you know what? The, from if you've re- if you've read the text there to me verbatim, it doesn't sound like the mm. text of a man who's been drinking heavily for a few hours. No. It's got a kind of keen legal mind no, to the it. The thing is, I reckon he's he's studying in his spare time. He's studying for a law degree, right? So it must be something to do with that. Inspired, no doubt, by my dad, who of course defended himself in court over the theft <laughs> of the his family, ladder by it? some iffy builders. Runs yeah, <laughs> but he wants to take it one step further and actually get a qualification. <laughs> anyway, going back to my highlights of December of, of two thousand eighteen. Yeah. I was there at the dentist, and she's um, she's giving me the usual lecture. But I actually went in and said, look, I haven't been here for too long. Mm. You know, I, I like to come minimum once six months. I haven't been for the best part of a year. But please, I know, I know that my gums won't be in the best condition because I've been coming regularly. I just, just give the teeth a polish mm. for now, and we'll deal with it next year because I'm not in the Go mood. Go easy on That's me, basically. Not in the mood. She went, okay, fair enough. And then she started telling me, and she didn't give me a lecture in particular, but it was because I discovered that she was fucking off to set up her own dental hygiene (laughs) business in Fulham. So she didn't give a shit. She was D-Mob happy. But (laughs) the one thing she did say was she went, I have to say, Sam, your gums, she's Polish, your gums still need um, some work, but your teeth are in improved condition since the last time I saw you, which was almost a year ago. She went, something must have changed. I cannot see an improvement like this unless there is a significant change in what you are doing or how you're brushing. (laughs) And I'm like, funny you should say that, love. (laughs) Obviously, I said it like this. (laughs) I got a bloody Philips Sonicare. As soon as as she finally released my mouth at the end of the session, I spat all the mouthwash out. I went... I got a Philip Sonicus. You went, what's that? I told her the whole story. I said, it was Black Friday. I was peer pressured into going onto Amazon to find a bargain. I found a £150 <laughs> toothbrush reduced to 75 quid. I've been made a mockery of by my wife and family <laughs> over this. They say that I, it's some sort of like toothbrush in apartheid in our house where I think I'm better yeah. than them and I have a different. And then I said, you know, t- talked about on the podcast. There's people giving me shit on Twitter. Still now, people send me links to like, toothbrush mm. deals on amazon like which i assume is supposed to be a form of trolling <laughs> but then i was i was fucking punching the air that day so when your teeth have improved significantly something significant changed a year ago it was almost bang on a year since Fuck. i got the sonicare and it was so um, that it was it was the black one you got well wasn't it yeah. the black model this is top flight time yeah, machine Ebony. brought to you in association with philip sonicare the black one yeah the black one the <laughs> ebony edition <laughs> It's, it's it's like I was in dreamland. I was thinking of dumping it until that happened. Then I went out and bought some more really expensive heads for good it. Good stuff. Good lad. Um, it's actually on my list, but it was my, that, that was my number one, easily my number one highlight of 2018. I won't lie. It's been an up and down year, oh. but that was the best bit. Mm. Um, you know, interacting with all the Top Flight Time Machine listeners has been really great. Also up and down. Um, <laughs> also up and down. And it's, the other points I've got on my... It, it's up and down, because some of them don't understand the predictions league. They think that any 1-0 result is a win for results spot. Even the away wins. It's not. We pick five matches. Oh, yeah. They're the matches. It's fucking... The rules are it's simple. Not hard, is it? We pick five matches. Jesus. 
right? And it's only the ones that we've chosen. And it has to be a one nil home win. Trolls. On the list of things I have to discuss, but I know we're probably pressed for time for this new year. We're actually recording this on New Year's Eve. Yeah. So you're hearing us from the past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reverse um, the mechanism. <laughs> we've reversed the mechanism by mistake. Something we swore, we vowed never to do. Just don't tell what's his name. Um, who's the owner of Everton again? Bill Kenwright. <laughs> don't tell Bill don't Kenwright. Don't tell Bill Kenwright. His podcast go, motto, if anything, is don't tell Bill yeah. Kenwright. Uh, like, like, like Ian Botham's autobiography, <laughs> don't tell Kat. Kat's <laughs> yeah, his right. wife. My, uh, my highlight of the year, because people were doing this on Twitter earlier on, what was your high point of 2018? So I thought I'd mm. weird in with mine. Uh, the only thing I could think of was the time I was on a train down to London and uh, I'd, I'd, I'd gone to the toilet and I'd been in there for I'd been in there for over five minutes. I'm not going to go into details, right. but I'd been in there for a while. No. I needed to be in there for a while. Yep. And while You're I was in there, business. someone knocked on the door, mm. and I thought, yep. well, they, you know, they, they it was Sam they, Fox. They tried the was do- it Sam no, Fox? It wasn't Sam Fox. I no, fucking wish God. it was. They, they tried the door. Yep. Door was locked, obviously. So they knocked. I just didn't respond. And then a couple of minutes later, they knocked again. This started, yeah. you know, enraged me slightly. So when I finally finished what I was doing <laughs> yeah, and I went out, yeah. uh, there's a young lad about early 20s standing outside the door. Yeah. I says, was that you knocking? He says, yeah. I says, what's that about then? He says, you were in there for ages. What? Yeah. I says, I, I, I'm, in there. I'm in there as long as I need to be in there, pal. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Respect there's no fucking your, time limit on respect it. Respect your elders, you little squirt. Yeah. yeah. I, I, called, I called him a fucking freak, Sam. I called him a fucking freak. Did you? <laughs> yeah, you fucking freak as I went back to my seat. So that's fucking right. That was my highlight of 2018. What what bit of that? Sorry, calling him a fucking freak. Yeah, the freak. fucking freak bit, yeah. Not the uh That is not- No, you were you were totally right there, mate. This this goes into the same category as that confrontation I had with the fat American on the plane back from Morocco <laughs> that time. In our category of unreasonable co-travelers. Yeah. Right? And uh, there's loads of stories like that out there. Of course. I'm sure we've both got more, but we, in both cases, suffice to say, Andy and I, uh, the Top Flight Time Machine team, had the last laugh. Of course we did. Uh, and uh, what you know is if you, if you encounter any member, and this probably includes Results Bot, of the Top Flight Time Machine team out and about on a commute, whether it be on a plane, a train, or a bus, or a boat. <laughs> Do not cross us because you will come off the loser. I think as well, if I'd known about your encounter on the plane with the fat American, I could have used the same line with the the, the train idiot. You, you do you it. You fucking do it. Yeah, which wouldn't have made you any sense do, to him. That would have really thrown it him because it wouldn't have made it sense. Have made sense. You, if you don't like it, mate, you go in there and go to the toilet for me. He go, what? He goes, <laughs> you, you fucking heard. If you think you can go to the toilet better than me, then you fucking... Next time I need a piss, right, I'll fucking come and find you in your seat. Give me your seat number. Yeah. And I'll fucking go... And then you can come with me and show me how it's done. How about that? Yeah. You can show me how to do it quicker if you're the fucking expert I should have done that there on going and then. to the toilet quickly. I should have done that there and then. I should have stood outside and gone, right, your turn. I've got the stopwatch yeah. on. Go on. Get on with it. Come on, and leave the door open because I'm going to fucking watch. Because I want to learn from the expert, which is clearly what you regard yourself fucking as. Fucking Johnny Come on, Toilet. Show the, whole, Johnny. show the whole fucking train. I'm calling the whole fucking train. In fact, I'm going to get the train driver yeah. to do an announcement. Yeah. And anyone who's interested in fucking toilet skills, yeah. adult toilet skills, to come to the bog on fucking Carriage F right now, where a fucking toilet expert is about to give us a masterclass in shitting on a train. <laughs> Oh, mate, calm down. I did. All I was saying was I was desperate. No, you brought this upon you yourself. You started this. You little fucking freak. <laughs> you started this and now I'm ending it. The whole train are going to come and watch you do a shit, right? 
Gosh, one of them things where you just realise later on what you should have said at the time. Yeah, yeah. that's just a little tip for anyone else listening. Anyone in our gang, the Top Light Time Machine gang, that's free advice. I will give free commuter advice to anyone. It is a gang as well, isn't it? On my list of other things, and I know we won't have time for all of them, so I'll read them out to you, and if we've got time, you can can choose one at the end. I've got... These are things that have, um, have... come to me over the last few days stories that I've heard yeah. number one is man trying to return a copy of What Car magazine okay. in WH Smith's number two is dreaming about travelling back to 1968 which sounds boring because it's a dream but it's good we laugh at that because I've got uh, some time travel stuff later on but we'll do that in the second half great yeah and this is increasingly about time travel this podcast <laughs> number five and this is a phrase that was invi- invented by Charles yesterday, and there's a story behind <laughs> it. No, sorry, number three. You'll like this, right? St- stray man. Oh, yes. Stray man. We've immediately got the title of this podcast then. Yeah. I'll tell you what. We'll stray have, man. We'll, we'll have the time traveller thing, but we'll have it a bit later on. I'm going to do some Billy Bullshits yeah, now because I've sure. got a massive pile of Billy Bullshits. I reckon yeah, yeah. this episode is going to become a two-parter, and we'll put it out across two days. Because it Great. sounds like we've got a lot going on. We've got a lot of co- content. Content. Quality content that we can release both vertically <laughs> and and form part of a horizontal narrative yeah. to feed out to all of our consumers. I believe it's what they call in the business being heavily pregnant with content. I yeah, that's, that's the right. Phrase they and, use. We're, we're, and, and I want you to perform a caesarean, Andy. Oh, I certainly will. I think this content is breached, so you're going to have to rip it from the womb. I'll get the plunger. Yeah. Right, we'll do some Billy Bullshit, because I've got loads of them to get through. We'll do a few, and then we'll do something else in a few minutes. Uh, right, this one's from Mark Higginson. He says, lads, I've got some epic bull for you. He says, I mm. once worked with a lad who had a series of stories which included inventing the pattern on the custard cream. Very good. Brilliant. Owning the top tier of Princess Diana's wedding cake. Also good. Interesting. And climbing a waterfall with UB40. Very That's good. my favourite of the three. <laughs> they're all they're all strong. They are. But climbing a waterfall with UB40 he, is particularly strong. Mark goes on and says, he also claimed he once hitched a lift off Sylvester Stallone when Sly got lost on his way to a restaurant on the Strip in Miami and was also unwittingly chatted up by Top Gun's Kelly McGillis while on a night out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he was unwitting? Who was the unwitting party in this, him or her? I think him. I don't think he was expecting it. So, what, he got chatted up and then he didn't realise till afterwards it was Kelly McGillis. He must have given her the brush off. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Uh, Another one here from Adam James. Uh, He says, this lad I went to school with told us his dad was George Lucas's cameraman. Very good. And he put his own second tape into the camera. So he meant that his son could have a copy of the film Star Wars about a year before it came Mm. out. Fucking amazing lie. Textbook, that, isn't There's it? A, a really strong cat- subcategory of lies, a Star Wars lies. Yeah. Like when you're at school, yeah. there's so many different types of Star Wars lie. Like, I already know what the new Star Wars is called. I've got an uncle who lives in America. He lives next door to Luke Scott, to Mark Hamill. Yeah. He's already seen it. There's a special Star Wars figure of what Mark Hamill looks like in Star Wars 4, yeah. which is coming out <laughs> where Darth Vader comes back to life. <laughs> And he's already got all the Star Wars figures yeah. that they've just made as prototypes, etc. Star Wars, loads of great Star Wars. Star Wars lives. was a bullshit magnet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. We'll have yeah. some more of them later on. We'll have a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll look at the uh, the prediction league. Jalapeno. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. 
Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Jalapeño. Right, we're back and it's time to have a look at the Prediction League. We've put it off long enough, Sam, for this episode. Here we go. Uh, these are the fixtures between Boxing Day and New Year. I think it was the 29th. It's been fixture chaos. I have no idea when there was just sort of games. Obviously, we've not known what day it uh, is exactly. for ages now. And there's just sort of games yeah. every day. I don't know what anything is. What anything means anymore. Yeah. But listen to this. Yeah. Uh, mm. I scored three points from those five Ooh, sets of fixtures. That's strong. not good. Results bot oh. scored five points. Quite oh, strong. No. You yourself, Sam, you scored six points. Oh, that means I've gone ahead of you for You've the first gone time. Gone ahead of me, and you're now only two behind results. But oh, <laughs> that is the fucking strength of pure predicting. Yeah, total predicting. As soon as I announce my new approach, mm-hmm. look, trace back through the podcast. As soon as I announced the new approach, the new coaching system yep. that I'd instigating at my predicting training ground, yep. which is actually out in the Hertfordshire countryside, and I, as you know, I go there every morning, and I. Tra- predict training yep. out in Hertfordshire, outdoors always, even when it rains, till lunchtime. Then I eat there mm-hmm. with my staff. Do an extra session in the and afternoon. Then I, yeah, I do, I've been doing that. That's not usual, but because I had to climb my way back up the table, I've been doing extra sessions in the afternoon. And some of the staff don't like it, but I'm like, this is what, we're going to work our way out of this, lads. And ever since I started that, yeah. it's been positive all the way. Some of the other predictors, so I, I, the other predictors yeah. kind of looking on, Enviously and kind of a little bit suspicious of your extra sessions, thinking you're a bit of a Billy Big Shot. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't care. Let them think what they want. Yeah. I'm doing. I'm not looking. What I what I what I'm not doing is looking at what other people are doing. Yeah. I'm looking only on my next prediction. My next prediction. My next prediction. Yeah. It's like I've got some blinkers on. Yeah. All I'm doing is looking forward, and I keep moving forward and predicting. And if other people want to look and start, well, that's going to happen. That's the price you pay. So that shows you're doing something right. Exactly. The one match that you did get absolutely correct was the same as result spot, and that was Brighton 1, Everton 0. So uh-huh. he, he was he was sort of neck and neck with you in that one, but you picked up some strong yeah. points elsewhere, and uh, you've, you've got a little bit closer to him. Shall we do some predictions for what, whatever the let's do it. these next matches are? I think the New Year's Day yeah. and the second as yeah. well. Um, let's kick off with Arsenal versus Fulham. I think Arsenal versus Fulham is going before, to be... Before you too... predict anything, can I just say how yeah. delighted I was to see Claudio Ranieri threaten to kill Kamara for taking that penalty? Yeah. Wasn't that good? I kill him. I kill him after that. He have no respect. Dead. He have no respect for the team, for the fans, for the shirt, for the badge, 
for the country, for the city, for the sky. Mm. For his mum, <laughs> for his dad, for his auntie and uncles, for his cousins, for his second cousins, for his little nephews and nieces. Their little faces so happy, so excited at this time of year. He had, he had, he shat the on their face. The birds in the trees. He take the bird from the tree, he stamp on it. You bastard. The trees, he cut them down. So I kill him. <laughs> Well done, Claudio. Good work, Claudio Ranieri. Good stuff. So, Arsenal versus Fulham. What do we think? 2-0 Arsenal. <sighs> I'm going to go with 2-1 Arsenal. And of course, yeah, results. They have got an iffy defence, it's true. Results bot will say 1-0. Yeah, the Arsenal defence was breached massively, wasn't it, by Liverpool the other day. Liverpool looked very good. They looked like champions. You know, I was in Brighton last few days, little getaway with some friends. Oh, I. Uh, my mate Rory's a Liverpool fan. So I said, we in the house we were staying in, there wasn't Sky. So, and I usually avoid watching football in pubs because, you know, it's full of cunts, isn't it? <laughs> so, well. That's a broad statement. You know, yeah, but yeah, you, there is a fucking high risk. It depends where you are and what sort of pub you're going to. I what was kind in, of match it is? I was in Brighton and it was Arsenal versus Liverpool. And yeah. I had a strong feeling, I had a strong feeling just based on years of experience that the combination of those three things could equal yeah. cunts. But I really Definitely. wanted to watch a game and my mate was a Liverpool fan, so he was desperate to watch it. So I went to this pub and there was a big fucking table. It was a great pub for watching football and they had loads of separate rooms all with their own screens in. So nice. it was easy. And uh, they did a nice non-alcoholic ale, which mm. was good for me because you don't often mm-hmm. get that. So I was all settled down, but there was a big table of, of fellas with us and there was there was about eight blokes and one girl and there was a tiny baby as well. But I mean, tiny, mate, like... Like the, the baby Jesus. As tiny as the baby Jesus when it was yeah, still in the fucking manger. Yeah. Could have been, yeah. I mean, maybe might I should have... been a second coming, who knows? Yeah, it might have been. But if it was, then fuck me. He was in a worse position than he was when he first came. <laughs> Because these lads, they were like, it was classic. Like when Arsenal went one nil up, one of them's got up and given it the fall. Yes, come on, have that, Gunners, all that sort of shit. And I thought, oh mm. no, he's a knob. And my mate Rory is a pleasant man, but he is from Ugh. Halifax, which I always think means you can turn. Anyone who's from, moment. yeah, yeah, I sort of think he's a nice bloke and he's 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 a peaceful man. But you can mm. never forget that he's from Halifax. That's rugby league territory. Town. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, you, 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 nothing scares you, I don't think, if you're from Halifax. <laughs> Do you industrial know I mean? blood. Yeah, industrial blood. Iron filings in the blood, probably. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fucking hell. And then they carried on standing up for and they, they The other thing that annoyed me was they lost interest. As soon as, Arsenal, as soon as Liverpool started winning, they just started losing interest. But they were getting really pissed, pissed, so pissed. And I was really judging the Mandy, not because I'm a, you know, I'm not one of these smug teetotalers, I don't think. It's not like, as like, get pissed, great. I like to see people get pissed. I can enjoy it vicariously. But the little baby Jesus, mate, I couldn't <gasps> work out which one the dad was. They were passing oh. it around the table nonstop. And they're Ooh. swearing, they're getting out, they're going, get another round, they're standing in front of me. I, I'd go over a couple of times and say, mate, you're right in front, can you, can you squat down? And it didn't get yeah. like the flight to Morocco, but it could have done. You fucking do it. You fucking watch the game for me. <laughs> what, mate? You fucking watch the game for me if you think you're so good at watching the game. You fucking do. I've got better things to do anyway. I'll read my fucking book. I'll fucking sit here. I'll read the fucking beer mats. There's interesting information on here. 
I don't want to watch this fucking game. You fucking every watch it. Every time there's a fucking goal, every time there's a fucking goal, you turn around and you describe it to me in I'll full. tell you what, mate. You like, you remember that ad? Remember that ad for Coca-Cola, right? Where there was a blind geezer watching the football and his mate described the old fucking game to him. That's what me and you are doing now. But I'm just doing my mates. No, fuck your mates. You got yourself into you this situation. Yourself. Right? I'm turning my back on the game. You sit next to me. Put your arm around me. What? What's that got to do with me? Put your fucking arm around me because I want, I want you to keep me warm. Right, keep, keep, and that way I know you're not going to try and do a fucking runner because I've done this before with lads and they've tried to do one. Right. Put your arm around me so I can be... Now, keep me warm. Right? Gently stroke my arm. Now, describe everything that's fucking happening. Everything. Even if it's a, I'm blind. Even if it's a fucking boring thing. Pretend I'm fucking blind as a bat. I want to know everything. And then after the game, when it goes to the ads, I want you to describe all the adverts and then what's going on in punditry. <laughs> And at that point, you're going to have to pretend I'm deaf as well. And if you need to go for a piss, you've got to tip me with you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are we clear now? Good. <laughs> That's what I should have fucking done to the bastard. But yeah, I don't know. I don't like to judge other people. But I was like, fuck's sake. You are a bunch of wankers, but fine, whatever. Loads of people are wankers when they're with their mates getting pissed up. So never mind. But it was the baby I felt for, mate. Now, whether yeah. it was the baby Jesus or not, we don't know. We'll never know. Mm. But it could have been. But even yeah. if it wasn't, it was still a baby and it yeah. shouldn't have been Babies there. Have it was being passed around like a fucking spliff. <laughs> it was being passed around like a spliff at a reggae party. <laughs> a sexy reggae party. <laughs> yes. And I was like, lads, I love Bob Marley as much as the next person, but that is not <laughs> a spliff. And this is not reggae music. That is Premier League football. This and that's a fucking baby. <laughs> okay, uh, Bournemouth Watford. <laughs> Bournemouth Watford. I've got to go. Bournemouth, Bournemouth one. Had a few hammerings. Bournemouth really. one. Watford two. Bournemouth one. Watford two. Yeah, away win. I think Bournemouth are going to get back on track with this one. I think it's going to be wow two nil to Bournemouth. Wow, that'd be a great result for them. Result Can't see it. They look, they look shit. They do, but they could be the surprise. You know, there's always a surprise team that gets sucked in mm, to the relegation battle. The, that could be yeah. Bournemouth. It could be Bournemouth. It could mm. be fucking Watford. Who knows? It could be anybody. Yeah, I don't. If it, uh, if it happens to Bournemouth, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had enough of them now. Yeah, boring. Speaking of other teams, we've had enough of Huddersfield. Um, oh yeah, Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Yeah, they've had their they've outstayed their welcome. They, they might as well against- fuck off. They're at home against the revitalised Burnley, who took our advice and oh dropped Joe Hart like a God. hot brick. They absolutely mullered West Ham. I watched it on an illegal feed, Ooh. and they I were that out. They were absolute <laughs> dog shit. West Ham, yeah, West, West Ham, Ham were dog shit. And thirdly, at third more. Mm. See, the problem was I'd been on Talk Sport last week referring to them persistently as thirdly and claiming mm. that their ground was turned more because that is the kind of professionalism I bring to talk Are you sport. allowed to say that on talk Well, sport? I didn't think I was, but Jason Cundy kept saying it, and at first I said, stop saying it, and in the end, <laughs> when he wasn't sanctioned, the next day I just started saying it. <laughs> Basically, school mentality. Yeah, I was you like, saw that's the really out of order. With it. That's yeah. really out of order. You shouldn't do that, right? That's really yeah. bad. That's swearing, and it's really rude and disrespectful. No Ofcom complaint comes through. The bosses don't say anything. So next day I'm like, ha ha, turdly. <laughs> and we got fucking spanked by them. They should have beaten us by more than two. They were that much better. 
I said to well, my wife. Well, it all starts at the back, doesn't it? It was all thanks to Tom Heaton coming back into the team. Well, that's what they Joe say, Hart but West Ham didn't barely touch. have a shot on goal. It's all right, though, because you've signed Sammy Nasri. I know, I love that. Because <laughs> he, he, only... he's, he's bounced back from his ban for iron yeah. filings being found in iron his blood. Iron filings in his blood. And yeah. it, the, the only excuse for that, as we know, is if you can prove you're from Halifax. He is not from <laughs> Halifax. He's from somewhere like Marseille. And therefore, he rightly got banned. But now he's clean of all iron filings and he's signed for West Ham. And, and not before fucking time. Yeah, anyway, good luck with that. Burnley anyway, Huddersfield will... versus Burnley. one all. You say one all. I think Burnley are on the march now. I think it's going to be 2-0 to Burnley. Mm. Huddersfield are doomed to relegation, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. This sounds like an attractive match to watch. Newcastle versus Manchester United, which is going mm. to be on Sky, I think, in a couple of days. Um, Wednesday, possibly. Wednesday evening. Newcastle, Manchester United. I'll I'll go first with this yeah, one. Go on, um, I think United are going to win again, but I don't think it's going to be as as full on as they have in the last three games. They've had a run of easy games, haven't yeah, they? they have. Solskjaer. I think this will be a one nil win to Manchester United. To Manchester United, yeah. I I agree with you in principle. I think that they're going to find this harder. I think it will be one two to United. One, two. Yeah, okay. I think Solomon Rondon. Born on a Mondon, as you, as you, yeah. as you christened him earlier in this, right back at the beginning of the season. I think yeah. he's in good form. I think he'll get one, and then yeah. United will get two. I, I thought another one flashed into my head as well yesterday when Crystal Palace were Connor Wickham, the tall Wickham. <laughs> Great, more of those, please. If anyone's got them, we'll try and compile a whole team by the end of the season. Yeah. Every plausible rhymed names. Mm. And finally, the big one, Thursday evening, for some reason, is Manchester City versus Liverpool. Fucking now hell. Then. Now, we had this Martin is... Keown. Yeah. Martin Keown on Match of the Day 2 last night was saying uh, Liverpool are going to go there and not not think they've got any chance at all of winning. What? Did he, did he not see the Champions League matches they played against each other last season? Fucking hell. When it... Liverpool mullered them. What I like about Keown is he's mad. And, yeah, he's really mad. And once, years ago, I was doing a show on Five Live, I used to do on Saturday mornings, and I was just a sidekick to the main host. And, right. you know, there to say fucking juvenile things, really. Like, well, I mean, that wasn't officially what my role was, but it was what I did. You slipped and, into it. Yeah, just like, you know, turdly, etc. And uh, I'm sitting there, and Keon comes in for the day, because we're talking about football. And Every time the host, who was Eamon Holmes, asked him a quite technical football question that you'd only ask mm. a same pro like, you know, exactly how effective is an offside trap against pacey European opposition? He'd go, well, and he kept repeatedly looking at me and going, well, what do you think, Sam? In his weird voice. <laughs> and I kept thinking, what are you fucking asking me for, mate? And I said, oh, I don't know. What do you think? He'd go, no, what do you think? And he threw every question that you was asked it. of him at me. He was going, you fucking do it. And I was like, I don't understand. He, does he think I'm a footballer? One of the producers goes to me in my headphones. I think he thinks you're a professional footballer. I go, well, I don't fucking look like one because I didn't. But I was flattered. But it was really weird. I still don't understand to this day what he was playing at. I mean, I couldn't answer any of the questions with any level of authority. Do you know fucking what I mean? Hell. Fucking power weird. player that. Yeah, maybe Total it was. But player. he didn't seem to be wanting to humiliate me. Anyway. <laughs> That's how they do it. Go on, yeah. the Man City versus Liverpool. I think 1-1 one, one, this one. Fucking hell. Do you know what? I think this is going to be City 2, mm. Liverpool mm. 3. Whoa. And that, my friend, is Let's total so. prediction Let's at its finest. So. 
Right, that's the end of the predictions, and I'll tell you what, we'll draw a line under this episode because we've got so much more to do. We'll do another one, right. which we'll put out tomorrow. Um, I'll give you a couple more Billy Bullshits that I've got just before we finish. Yeah. Right, here's one from Massimo D'Angelo. Exotic Ooh, name, cool exotic bullshit. Yeah. He says, uh, I've got a friend who, on a lad's holiday when we were 18, told us he'd shagged a Swedish bird thrice yeah. in a ditch by our hotel in one night. Thrice in a ditch, Sam. Thrice in a uh, ditch. He po- in a ditch. He pointed her out the next day, but he refused to talk to her as the ditch was dark and she wouldn't have recognised him. Uh, oh, God, that's, a re- <laughs> that's really sinister. Now it's sounding a little well, bit inappropriate. It's it's kind of not because it didn't happen. So yeah, that's true. If, it had, if, if we thought it had happened, then but uh, I think it's an inappropriate it lie to make up. Like I I I shagged a girl in a ditch in the dark and she didn't know Thrice. who I was. Thrice. <laughs> Finally, uh, from yeah. at Christ Biscuit on the subject yeah. of bullshitters, I had a mate who claimed to be away in Germany for two weeks working as a roadie for the Kelly family. Remember them, the Kelly family? Yeah, vaguely. And he said he said this with some pride, it must be noted. He was, however, spotted living in his garden shed during the fortnight in question. Beautiful. <laughs> There's an eyebrows one. Are we going to save that for the next episode? Yeah, yeah let's uh, save it. Yeah, we'll save that for the next one. We've got a few more. We'll come well. straight back with an eyebrows story. So make sure to uh, download yeah. the episode tomorrow if you want something to do. If you're an eyebrow enthusiast, which yeah, I assume you are. And a fire are. enthusiast. Mm. And a fire enthusiast as well. Yeah. All right, thanks for listening to this one. There'll be another one tomorrow. Uh, Happy New Year. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.